Welcome to Heroes of the Realm. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason He. Before we get into this week's story, I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Duke and Duchess Lambequin and their fleet of swift merchant ships. If your delivery absolutely must arrive unscathed and on time, only a Lambequin merchant vessel will suffice. Mention this podcast at the Lambequin offices in Fellsport and Osmith for insider deals. This week's adventure resumes with our heroes back on the realmish side of the Elven Line, leaving behind the temptations of a tranquil life in the village of Haven. The party is accompanied by Ayafir, the Elvish exile, Seth, a devout knightsman who stumbled across the ley line, and Gilthandir the Wanderer, an aged wizard from the high desert town of Stang's Crossing. Gilthandir expounds on the value of allies, having brought Calthonia and a dozen of her Scorpion Company warriors through the Silver Gate. Gilthander reveals the plot by Elusian Solinger, the Grand Abjurer of the Wizards Guild, along with Nasamente Pilar, to destroy the ley line and precipitate a war between the realm and the elves. Elusian's spell, which requires a material component of large caches of amethyst crystals, will be unleashed at the peak of tonight's full moon on the vernal equinox. With no time to spare, our heroes march west towards the fortress of Realmsguard I. Everett Knox and his woodsmen join the cause, bringing news that Elusian may have misinterpreted his intentions to Dame Lamena, the commander of Realmsguard I and a worshipper of Pax, God of Peace. Also, a disguised assassin may be part of a conspiracy to frame the elves for violating the peace. To counter Lucian's spell, our valiant alliance must neutralize four nodes placed outside the walls of Realmsguard I, and Gilthandir must reach the central nexus to face Lucian in a mage duel. Calthonia, the scorpion commander, recommends a pincer attack inspired by the four-clawed desert scorpion. Her warriors and Everett's woodsmen would ambush the four nodes, distracting the central garrison, while our heroes strike the center. Zerdin the Bard finishes the idea with enthusiasm, saying, We'll be the Scorpion Sting! Ayafir, the elvish sellsword, suggests a different course of action. Muster all our strength and drive it all towards Lucian and the Central Nexus. All or nothing at all. We should send the tip of the sword into the heart of our enemy. Gilthandir turns to Athenia, the half-elven princess, and says, our mission affects the fates of both your peoples. You must decide. Athenia chooses the pincer attack. Calthonia and Everett take their warriors to ambush the four nodes. To prepare for battle, Gilthandir gives Zerdin a potion of strength and offers to magically enhance Finn and Athenia's animal companions. Thorntail the wolf grows five times in size, standing twice the height of Finn. Gilthandir's spell backfires for Rowanir, shrinking the Pine Martin to the size of a mouse who ducks into Athenia's pocket. Gilthandir uses the party's Heavenstone to unleash a magical meteor strike on the great gate of the fortress, causing chaos and diverting the guards' attention. Meanwhile, Finn turns a portion of the granite wall into clay. Thorntower burrows through, and the party sneaks into the fortress. The party battles their way into the central tower, overcoming a phalanx of soldiers, a sphere of magical protection, valiant guards, magical traps, and the radicalized wizard Nasamente. During a brief pause in the fighting, 
Dame Yulamena seeks to parley with our heroes. Unfortunately, she is slain by Fagin Kai, the illusionist assassin, before she can learn of Elusian's trickery. Reaching the top of the tower in the central nexus, Gilthendir confronts Elusian, while our heroes face the assassin Fagin Kai. Finn weakens the stones beneath Elusian, who falls through the floor at the climax of the mage duel. The Grand Abjurer polymorphs into an eagle and flies from the scene. Athenia knocks an arrow and fires at the fleeing Elusian, but her desperate shot misses, the arrowhead glinting in the light of the full moon. Surveying the larger battlefield, we see three of the four nodes captured and neutralized by the scorpion warriors and Everett's woodsmen, but a fourth node is still intact. As Elusian's spell surges, Oka and his band of coastal elven warriors cross the ley line to destroy the fourth node. The ley line begins to unravel, but without amplification from the four nodes, there is time for Gilthandir to act. To preserve the failing ley line, the aged wizard expends his own life force, leaving only a mile-wide gap before falling dead. Magical energy floods through the breach and washes over the entire battle scene. Our heroes are victorious, but with a heavy toll. Only a handful of Cal's scorpion warriors and Everett's woodsmen survive. Gilthandir is dead. Dame Yolamena is dead. Thorntail is mortally wounded until Athenya uses the last of the healing sprite waters to revive the magical wolf. Lucy and Nasamenta have escaped, and with Fagin Kai slain, our heroes have no further clues to understand the conspiracy. As the funeral pyres burn and wounds are treated, Gustav appears with inspiration to create a memorial for the heroic sacrifices made this night. Xandar intends to journey to the center of the realm to investigate Elusian's conspiracy, and Athenia proposes a return to her elven homeland to seek guidance from her mother, Queen Helena of the Sylvan tribe. Join us next time for more Tales of Valor from the Heroes of the Realm. Mm-hmm.